Hey friend, welcome back to Bible Tracked Echoes. Thank you so much for joining me once again. I'd like to ask you, if you would, to grab your Bibles. Go to the book of Matthew chapter 8. We're going to conclude a thought we began yesterday. There are two ways to make God marvel. We're going to find the first one in Matthew chapter 8. I want to thank each and every one of you that take of your time and listen in uh, once a week, maybe once a month or so. I ask this question, where are you listening from. I'd love to hear maybe what radio station do you listen to? How do you get this broadcast? I know many folks listen in the morning, some in the afternoon, some later in the evening. Some listen on demand on podcasts and others even watch the video version on YouTube. Wherever that may be, I'd love to hear from you, especially if you've never once responded. You've heard me ask this question multitude of times, but you've never quite responded. Let me give you my cell number. Text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309-316-7240. Zero. My family and I are having a wonderful time here at camp. Here we are in the middle of the week. My girls actually just left the motor home because they're going to mail some letters back to their friends. I told them if they get back soon enough, we could have them on the radio for just a few moments. So we'll see if they make it back in time or not. But they're mailing out some letters to their friends. We've been out at camp for almost four weeks straight now and have been having a marvelous time, seeing a lot of great results. Uh, junior week's team weeks. The Lord's been very good to us and we're very blessed. I'm going to ask you if you would, as we kind of spur this thought just a little bit, August 6th through 11th is one of the for me, one of my favorite times of the year, should I say the first full week of August this year, it's August 6th through 11th, first Sunday in August, we have what's called the Midwest Christian Boys Football Camp out of our home church. And God has done a marvelous work over the past 30 years. This is the 30th year of what we call man camp or football camp. It's where we use football as a tool to teach manhood, to teach biblical masculinity, to teach how to deal with hard things, uh, how to have a little, bit of, a little bit of grit and perseverance, and how to biblically handle correction. I'm going to ask you if you would to pray for that week. God, I believe, will once again do a marvelous work, but we need God's people to pray. Now, if you would, go to the book of Matthew chapter 8. Book of Matthew chapter 8, I'm going to find my place there. Bible says this in verse number 5, just for context's sake. And was, when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. Jesus says, I'll, I'll come to your house. Most people want me to come make a house call. I'll heal him. Verse 8, though, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh. And to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel." In the pause here for just a moment, we began speaking yesterday about two ways to make Jesus marvel. Number one, we pointed out from this passage, a lot of faith will make Jesus marvel. I hope for you in your life, you have a lot of faith. 
I'd ask you, friend, don't be one of those that doubts Jesus. We're going to talk about that. We're going to kind of comparison and contrast a lot of faith and a lack of faith. I'll let the cat out of the bag. But here we see a lot of faith. Think about this. Think about the disciples when Jesus said, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. You realize this Roman centurion was very likely not from around there. He was very likely not a Jew. He was a man probably from the far side of the Roman Empire, had been brought there to be a centurion and to keep these Jews under subjection. And Jesus says, I haven't found faith like this man has anywhere in Israel. I wonder how much that chapped the disciples. I wonder how much that caused them to say, what are you talking about? I wonder if they're sitting back there with the arms crossed thinking, I can't believe he'd say that. It's amazing how Jesus finds faith in unlikely sources. But then let's look at, we have a lot of faith here, let's look at a lack of faith. Go back to Mark chapter 6. That's been our uh, kind of guide stone Mark 6 has throughout the past uh, few months, actually, just slowly making our way through when we don't get sidetracked by other things. But look at verse number 1, 1 through 6 or 7. Mark chapter 6, the Bible says this. In verse 1, and he went out from thence, talking about Jesus, and came into his own country, and his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? So they're not only questioning the, 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 the theology. They're not only questioning the doctrine. They're also questioning the miracles as well in the fact that someone like him, would have the power to do these things. Verse 3, Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk, and healed them, and he, here it is, marveled because of their unbelief, and he went round about the villages teaching. He marveled because of their unbelief. Think about that for just a moment, the fact that Jesus would come to your hometown. Think about if this was a case for you. If Jesus was from your hometown and he came, maybe you didn't know that he was the son of God, but he could still do supernatural things. And he came back and imagine, you realize we all have the ability, the propensity. We all have within us the ability to doubt God in the same way that these people did. You say, I could never, friend. That's the easiest way to start down that path, to think you can't doubt him. Friend, we can it's so blatantly obvious because we all do. There's not a one of us, there's not a single one under the sound of my voice. I don't say this to your shame, to your chagrin. I say this because it's the truth. There's not a one of us that have the inability to doubt God. I hope, friend, that when Jesus marvels at you, he does so because you have a lot of faith. I hope, friend, when Jesus marvels at you, it's not because you have a lack of faith. I'd ask you today, friend, if you would, please make sure that you're on the correct end of the spectrum. It would be so sad. It would be so such a dire thing for you and for me to have 
access to. You realize we can go directly to the throne room of God, and yet how little do we make use of that ability? When's the last time you spent a scant five minutes in prayer? I have in my journal, my prayer journal. I have a little, a little iPad with an Apple Pencil thing that works for me. Uh, it lets me track all these things. I've got just a notebook inside that iPad where I can track my prayer time and what I'm asking for and when I start talking to God about certain items. And there are things in there that I don't know if they'll ever be answered the way I want them to. But I'll tell you what, this is not a pat mic on the back message. This is just the truth. I'm praying. I'm doing my best to pray with faith. I, I do know, though, I know for a fact, I'm sure of it, that I'll make it, I will get to heaven one day. And Jesus, maybe we'll sit down and we'll look at my old prayer list. And he'll ask me, why didn't you ask for this? Why did you ask for such small things? I'm not talking about asking for a yacht or a helicopter or a private jet. I'm talking about the things that I know that are desires in my heart that God's given me, things that he wants me to ask for that maybe I don't have the faith to ask for. Maybe I think I can do them with my own hands. I can procure them. How sad. What a foolish thing that we'd miss out on the opportunity to ask and receive. Friend, today, as you listen in, which end of the spectrum, truthfully speaking, are you on? Are you on the, the lot of faith? You have a massive amount of faith? I hope so. Maybe you're on the lack of faith side of things. If you're listening right now and you say, Brother Micah, yeah, I need to get right about this. Can I encourage you to do so today? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a gradual work. We don't overcome a lack of faith all at once. It's something that daily is a battle. Every single, even moment by moment, we need to struggle through. Let me encourage you, friend. It's a worthy battle, though. Now, in just a few moments, my, my girls will be back from taking their letters for their friends to the mailbox. And so we'll greet them and just sing. I hear, I think I hear them rustling around the corner. They'll be back here. So we'll talk to them for just a few moments. But let me leave you with this thought before we get to the fun stuff with my girls. Where are you at? A lot of faith? or a lack of faith. I think I hear some little ones coming around the corner. There's my wife and Emmy and Lucy. How you guys doing? Yeah. You guys good? Awesome. Well, let me get this microphone so that people can hear you a little bit here. Yeah. yeah you, you're just looking at the camera. There's a microphone. How you, say hello, Lucy. Hello. <laughs> Emmy, you come over here. Say hello as well. Hello. Hey, so we've been at camp for the last little while. We've only got about a minute left on the radio broadcast. Uh, what is your favorite thing about camp, Emmy? Favorite thing about camp? Oh, uh, the, the girls and the boys are against each other and all the fun <laughs> that we have. All right, so so the girls are verse off uh, are facing off against the boys. And, and so all the fun all, we have. All the fun you have. Um, so, Lucy, what do we say about the girls? The girls are... The greatest. The greatest. Girls are the greatest. I mean, what do the boys say sometimes? They say they're the best. The they're, boys are the best. The boys drool and the girls rock. <laughs> Lucy, what's your favorite thing about camp? Um, I get to spend time with my friends and family. Oh, wow. That was very... We, we didn't even coach you on that at all. That was just beautiful. Sentimental. Excellent. Well, we have a great time at camp. I hope you folks are having a wonderful time wherever you happen to be this summer. I'd encourage you to get your family to summer camp as well. If you need some good recommendations for wherever you live, let me know. I know of a lot of good summer camps all over the place. Hello. 
Thank you, Lucy. Well, on that note, we're going to say goodbye in just a moment here. No, we don't want to. You don't, <laughs> Emmy's just gone. She says goodbye. She's going inside the motorhome. Lucy, why don't you come here? Sit on my lap for just a minute here. We will say goodbye to all. Oh, Hello again. Uh, oh, no, now you come back. Now, now she's on the lap. Now all of a sudden you're interested. Well, let's let's do this to all the folks out there. Hope you have a great day for His glory. We will plan on talking to you very soon. What is His glory? We'll talk about that. It means we need to give God all the glory and not take it for ourselves. That's pretty smart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he he deserves all the honor and glory. Well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll turn that into a family devotions thing. In all seriousness, thank you so much for listening. Maybe we'll have these two crazies on the radio broadcast again in the near future. Thank you so much. I'm not crazy! (laughs) Say it louder. People won't believe you. And on that note, maybe we had to mute them a little bit. Thankfully, my radio editor is really good with this stuff. Have a wonderful day. God bless. Not crazy. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him. <music>